Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. It was no smut on my rep. Last time that I checked, they was selling zones in the set. Make a quarter mil, no sweat. Last time that I checked, I'm the streets' voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked, first met the money, the respect, and the power in the hoes come next. Last time that I checked, I've been self-made from the dribble. I was been saying I'm a killer. Nah. Playing no games with you niggas, pop cut, switch lanes on you niggas. Yeah, welcome to Sports Talk. We got my guy Andre Free Thousand on the line via the Google Hangout. Shout out Google Hangouts. Yeah, what's going on, guys? What's up? Pleasure to be back here on the Sports Talk with my man Brent and all. Yeah, yeah. Hey, watch that. Watch that. <laughs> nah, man. But uh, today, bro, I kind of just I want to get straight into into the topics because you know the playoffs been looking real lit this year. Oh, let's do it, man! There's so much to talk about because that NBA championship looks up for grabs. It looks up for grabs this year. Yeah, yeah I, don't... I don't think there's any surefire team that could that could take it. Like it, look, it really looks up for grabs. It's funny too, bro, because I don't know if you remember like our last conversation. Like we we kind of had like I get Warriors. They probably just gonna take it. You know what I mean? But now, I mean, I don't even know, man. They might not even make it out the first round. I mean, let's be real. Being the reigning champions, they still have a higher chance than anybody else. To wait, hold on. Did you say they might not make out the first round? I did. I mean, as the reigning champs, right, they were up 31 points Okay. against the number eight team, the Clippers. Okay. And the Clippers, uh, 30, 31 points in the playoffs. is a bench player. What happened? I said without a superstar. Remember to add that in because my superstar is a bench player. My superstar came off the bench and dropped 37 points on the reigning champs. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, like, that's scary, bro. Like, I can understand maybe in the, in the regular season, but in the playoffs, at, at your home court, you just let them come back 31 points? That's different. All right, you know? okay, all right. Oh, hold on, I got to sit up for that one. <clears throat> all right, so, wow, just, just Wow. I understand that they cut a 31-point deficit. I didn't even watch the game myself, but it sounded absolutely phenomenal. I saw the highlights. I saw Lou Williams stapping. I saw a lot of the game from a guy on YouTube, Zemo Pietro, or whatever his name is. Make sure you guys check him out. An amazing game, nonetheless. But you need three more of those against the reigning champs. You need three more of those against Stephen Curry, against Klay Thompson, against Kevin Durant. Against Draymond Green. Against Andre Iguodala. Mind you, they still have a death lineup. You need three more of those phenomenal, amazing games to complete the upset. If we're being honest, I don't see that happening. Do I see this maybe being a six-game series? Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Do I see this being a seven-game series? Nah. 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 We're not ready for that yet. 
I'm not ready to see that. I don't think we're going to see that. I don't think that we're going to see that. I would love to see it. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think we're going to see that. Not this year. No, 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 no. No, not this year. Nah. Nah, I agree. Like, I, I absolutely don't think the Warriors are going to lose. Especially because I feel like Kevin Durant tonight, or I think they play tonight, or whenever they play, uh, he's going to go off. Like, he's going to just drop buckets. I think it's all the day after. And but Kevin Durant, if he's getting clamped up and getting punked, like how Patrick Beverly's doing, doing him right now, he's not going to do nothing in this series. KD looks soft. He looks Charmin Doodoo soft right now. He looked like a bro. Yeah, you, you remember the Apple Jacks commercial? Remember Cinnamon? That's what he looked like. That boy looks sweet. <laughs> That's what that boy looked like right now. Nah, and it's a damn um, team. It, it, it's, 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 that's weird to... I don't know, man. That's weird to see a player of his in, caliber getting... Uh, in game two, in game two like this that. man had more turnovers than shot attempts. You are a seven-foot forward getting locked up by a six-foot-one guard and getting punked. Getting punked. Getting absolute bitched by him. <laughs> it's a damn thing. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I uh, love absolutely. it. Because these players, not only Kevin Durant, but these players are getting exposed in the playoffs. Ben Simmons exposed in the playoffs. Russell Westbrook exposed in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about them, too, once we get to their oh, series. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm fired up today. I got a lot to say. I'm fired <laughs> up today. Yeah, but, and you know what's crazy, too, with the Golden State Warriors? They going back to L.A. So, who's to say L.A. not going to steal one on their home court? You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, they, they will. And, and I that, think they will. And now the series might I be 2-2. Going back to Golden State, that that's scary going for the chance. Going back to Golden State, I feel like they're just going to gain the momentum after that and just they're going to end it from there. Just end it from there. Just end it from there. I cannot see in this lifetime, in this in this playoff series, I cannot see an A-seed upset. When's the last time we have seen that in the NBA? When is the last time you seen an AC beat the first seed? I can't even think about that. It, it, exactly. I don't know I don't if think it's that's even ever happened. I'm I don't think it's ever happened in mine or your lifetime. Yeah. And what are you, 20, 20, 28 now? Nah, man, I'm 25, boy. I'm Uncle Drew out here. Yeah, you don't ball like him. <laughs> More, more like uh, like Uncle Roscoe. <laughs> God damn. Word, but yeah, man, it's it's looking shaky for the Warriors, man. And I had well, them like blowing past like every team, sweeping every team to the finals. I, Boogie went down. Oh, like I said this, I said this in the beginning of the season. I said this when Boogie came back, and I said this before the playoffs started. The Warriors look vulnerable. I said this three separate occasions this season. The Warriors look vulnerable. They look beatable. It might be because every team got better. It might be because they don't have that the same chemistry there. I think KD's leaving also. I think KD and maybe Klay Thompson are leaving. Who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe even Draymond. We can come back to that later. But the team looks vulnerable. 
Watch them play. Watch the level at what they play at. The offense is still there, but that defensive presence that they had, it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. You take those starters out, guys are still guys are dropping 30, 40 points on the second unit now. We wasn't doing that before. We wasn't doing that with Patrick McCall out there and uh, and Jordan Bell and Kevin Looney. We wasn't doing that then. We doing it now. Yeah. Oh, we doing it now. So we even dropping buckets when Boogie out there, and you just lost him for the rest of the playoffs. Yo, that's do so unfortunate, bro. Like I like Boogie, bro, man. I wanted him to. It's unfortunate for him, cause you probably. I feel like you're not gonna get that championship this year. That's the only reason you joined. It's unfortunate for him, but it's fortunate for the rest of the league. And I never wish bad on somebody, but such is life. You play a game, and you put your body on the line every night. Just so happy your body gave up that night. It's unfortunate for you. It's fortunate for the rest of the league. Because that makes the Warriors just a little bit more vulnerable. At this point, it looked like the damn Sixers could take them down. Hold on, bro. Because that's crazy you mentioned that. Because remember before the uh, before the podcast, I said I was going to play a clip from the last time we talked. And I'm about to play the clip right now. Let me hear that. Let me hear that. I, I think you'll be able to hear it uh, through the Google Hangout. So I'm going to play it right now because that's interesting. I want to hear that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the crazy thing is, bro, about you saying that the Warriors can get beat is I actually have two teams, right, that I think out of the East that can actually beat them, bro. And they're playing tonight. They're actually playing tonight, bro. What teams? I got eight o'clock. I hope it's the same teams. I'm thinking. It's only one team. We both we thinking the, the same two teams, bro. The we Bucks the and the Seventy Sixers, bro. You said who? The Bucks and the Seventy Sixers. You told me. <sighs> All right. So I had actually a different team. You as, just thinking Toronto? As big as a Philly fan as I am. I'm very critical of that team. The main problem with the Sixers, we have no match death. And if we, if, if, if all five of those guys are going, it's over. It's over. That's crazy, bro. Crazy that you just mentioned that, and crazy that we talked about it. I ain't hear nothing from that clip. I'm just saying that right now. Oh, you didn't hear it? Oh, that's why you're you gonna hear it on the repeat. Right. Um, but basically what the uh, clip said was, I said that, you know, I got two teams that's going to beat the Warriors out the East. And you, and you was like, oh, who you got? And I was like, the Bucks. And then I took a pause and I was like, in the 76ers. <laughs> and then you was like, ah. And then um, you said like, you know, you had the Raptors and the Bucks. But it's interesting that you just, oh, and you mentioned a great point. Because when you said, like, ah, the 76ers, you was like, you know, y'all don't have a, a good bench depth. As well as you guys, all five of the starters have to be playing on key. Which, which, which correlates into, like, I guess my next series where we're going to jump from the West and Golden State and take it to Philly and Brooklyn. Because... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why we lost game one. Exactly. That's a huge part of the reason why we lost game one. I mean, Brooklyn, they played phenomenal that game. They played with confidence, a young team that played with extreme confidence. And I didn't think that we would ever see something like that. 
But I'm, I was pretty glad to see that. Not to see my sisters lose, of course, but to see that young team play with confidence. And in the next couple of years, it looks like you know they could be up next very soon. Um, a huge part of that loss falls on just D'Angelo Russell having a really great game. Um, a very strong defensive presence, a very strong defensive-minded game from Brooklyn. Even though Ben Simmons dropped a triple-double that, that first game, you guys, you have to watch him when he plays the game in the playoffs. You have to watch how he controls the offense, how he controls the tempo, and how it interferes with other people's games. Because most, most of us NBA fans know by now that the regular season and the playoffs are two completely different two completely different things. They have a stark contrast between how they play. The regular season up and down, up and down, up and down. The playoffs, it slows down. The tempo drops. It's more half court possessions. Ben Simmons gets exposed in the playoffs every year. And although his numbers does not reflect that, he gets exposed every year. Because his lack of jump shooting is a huge part of what hurts the team. You got ah, this kills me, man. This kills me. You take a lot of possessions away from guys like Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and from Joel Embiid to continue to run the offense through Ben Simmons. All they're gonna do is just crash down and just protect the paint. He's not gonna do nothing else. He's not gonna do nothing else. Jared Dudley called him. <laughs> Jared Dudley. Jared <laughs> I saw oh, that. I saw that tweet. He made an excellent point, though. He made an excellent point. What did he say? I had it on my phone. And I hate to do this. I hate to do this live, but I had it on my phone. And I feel like it's very important to go back to that. Oh, no, absolutely, bro. Because Being called average. Being called average in the playoffs. And that's exactly what he is. Yeah. That's like a big-ass guard, but an average guard. That's really that's really just what he looks like, and we need a phenomenal, dynamic guard to take us to the next level. We need someone that can help space the floor, and if he does not learn a jump shot, I'm confident he pull he will start to knock down shots in the air. But if he does not, I think it's time for the Sixers to kind of rethink their future and rethink the offensive scheme moving forward, you know, as far as a guard, as far as the guard situation. Embiid's staying. He not going nowhere. Yeah, Embiid is their guard. <laughs> Embiid be hooping. But, yo, it's crazy because, like, what, what you said basically happened in game one and in game two. Game one, Ben Simmons looked terrible, wasn't really flowing with the offense. Tobias Harris... I think he might have had like eight points or something in game one. Like, I thought it was like, I don't even know. Like, he didn't put up enough they points. They were a non factor. They were a non factor. Our best player that game was Jimmy Butler. Mm hmm. I think, what did he have that game? He, he had, had like 30 something, like 36. He had 36. I think he had 36, something like that. And we still lost. And we still lost. Be, be, why? Because of this, what you said on the on the podcast. Like all five of those guys have to be hitting in all order five. to for all you guys five. to win. And then what and happens they, in game two? Reddick had a good game that, that that first that first game. I think he had probably like 
12 points on like what? 3 of 15 shooting? That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. Coming off one of the best regular seasons that he's had in a long time. That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. That's absolutely horrible. And I saw a lot I saw better things in game 2. But if the Sixers continue playing like that moving forward, they're not going to make it out the East. They're not. They are not ready. And I said this in the last show. They are not ready to take that jump from contenders to championship level team. They're not ready to take that jump yet. Not until they figure out this guard situation. Not until Ben Simmons develops a shot. And not until we see more of a cohesive offense. And just a quick side note, I just want to throw this in there, a little addendum or whatever you want to call it. If, and only if, and I don't see this happening. I don't see this happening, but the scenario that might fall after, I could see this happening. If and only if the Sixers lose in the first round, and I don't see that happening in a thousand years. I can't say a million, but in a thousand years, I don't see that happening. If and only if they lose this first round playoff series, first round... Brett Brown's done. He's done. Absolutely done, so. Absolutely finished. Oh, yeah. They looking to, uh, they looking to move uh, the, the kid Monty Williams up to head coach. That was the news uh, from today. I think Monty Williams would be an excellent head coach. Yeah. I think that he would be an excellent head coach. And I thought Brett Brown would be an excellent head coach, knowing that he studied under Coach Popovich, who was arguably one of the greatest coaches to ever Grace the Harwood to ever coach an NBA team. Up there with guys like Phil Jackson and Red Arbach. I Sh- think that's how you say it. Shout out to uh, Greg Popovich because he actually um, just, I think like recently he won like the most wins for a coach. So that's a good look for him. Regular season, right? Or playoffs? I, I, I think like in total. Like he has the most uh, wins by a coach. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I mean, an amazing legacy as a coach, an amazing legacy. But you know what? Even if the Sixers win in this first round, I, even even a second round exit, I think Brown's job will still be on the line. I think his job will still be on the line. As Sixers fans, we can't take anything less than the Eastern Conference Finals because we have high expectations for this team. The organization has high expectations for this team. The city, the fans have high expectations for this team. But that's all of our sports in general. We have high expectations for them. And to see the level of talent that we have, get that smile off your face. (laughs) Get that smile off your face. To see the level of talent that we have and see them not exactly be where we as fans and them as an organization want to be at, naturally you're going to look at the coach. Of course you're going to look at the coach. And maybe it is time to move on from them. Maybe it is time to move on. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. My Who thing is... Probably Monty Williams. He already has a good report with the players. Um, I actually, I don't know too much about... I don't know much more about Monty Williams other than that. And that's bad on my part. But he's not the head coach. So I had no shit yet. Monty actually used to be a head coach in the uh, NBA. Like, he coached a couple teams. That's what I'm talking about. Not that he isn't. He hasn't. I know he has, but I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but. But he was a head coach for the Pistons, was it? 
Bro, the Pistons have had so many coaches within the last few years. Y'all have. Y'all have. <laughs> Can we talk about that right real quick since we're talking about the East? Yeah, yeah. You guys look horrible in the first game. Man, listen. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. The second game looked better. You didn't get embarrassed. That first game looked horrible. Absolutely horrible. Yo, Giannis. You have no chance of beating Bucks. You have no chance of beating the Bucks. Giannis, baby, Thon Maker. (laughs) (laughs) He put yo Thon Maker in seven one, bro. Yo, I don't think. Actually, I had to see more disrespectful dunks, but that that was just some grown man shit. Bruh, he supermaned him legit, like. Like, bro, you ever. You ever played on like one of them little Fisher Price courts with the kids, and he was just dunking on them for fun? Yeah, that's what that, that was. That was Maker. That was Giannis and Thon Maker. That's what that was. Yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunate, bro, because. And then that sums up your whole series. Blake Griffin <laughs> over here getting technical fouls. He's not even playing. Like that's like Friday. Like how you how you get fired on your day off? Man, like listen, listen, come listen, on, listen. Blake. It's time. I know you Piston fans don't want to hear that. All 12 of y'all. I know y'all want to hear this. It's time to move on. In all seriousness, it's time to move on. From the Blake Griffin air, from the Andre Drummond air, it is time to move on. You got to blow this team up. You got to start building and acquiring assets. I'm not saying tank, because we can't technically say tanking anymore since the NBA wants to be a bunch of... You know, pansies and sunflowers and whatever else. But it's, it's it's time to let go. You guys have to rebuild this team back up. That's the only way that you're gonna start building a contender. Trade Blake Griffin. He still has he still has a little bit of value. Cause he's a great regular season player. In the playoffs, he's gonna disappear. But I'm pretty sure some team will gamble on him. Andre Drummond. He might still have some value in this league. Andre Drummond's still super young. Like I think he might just hit twenty four. He might be twenty five. Like he still got, you know, a little bit of time to kind of work his game. I I love Drummond for the Pistons. I like Drummond too because I like the prototypical center. I like the 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 old age center rebounds, dunking on him. That's it. Block shots. I like that. I love it honestly because it reminds me of a grit and grind era. But that age is over. That's done. And that's why I say he might still have some value. You're not going to see too many centers like that now. If you can't at least hit a 15 to 18 footer, you're not, you, you don't have much value. You don't. You don't. See, see what the but Pistons? It's time to move on. It's time to move on, baby. What they need to do, bro, is trade Reggie Jackson, get him out of there. Yeah. Because Reggie Jackson is another yeah. Russell Westbrook. And they need to get a stronger three guard. Because Luke Kennard, bro, the guy from Duke, when, when he when we drafted him, I said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> he's nice." You know, he could shoot. Uh, he he, he could handle. Like, there's some games where you see flashes of his potential, and there's others he just disappeared. I think he needs a better offensive system to be a part of. He needs to be more involved in the offense. Yeah. And, and the, the Pistons started him in game two, and he was balling. He was balling in game one. He was balling in game two. But you need, to, you need to give him minutes. You need to give him time to develop. Exactly. Detroit is one of those teams when young guys don't develop. Let's be real. 
They don't. Who's the last star y'all developed? Who's the last great player y'all developed? Drummond. Isaiah Thomas. Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me, let, me, let, me, let me give you guys a little bit of respect, though. Let me, I'll give you guys a little bit of respect. I mean, but nah, bro, bro, we picked Darko Milicic with the number two pick. Like, the, the, the Pistons, bro. We could have had D-Wade, Melo, Bosh. That man Darko Milicic is a farmer now. I want you to understand that. That man Darko Milicic is a farmer. Ain't nothing wrong with farming. But that's who you drafted, a farmer. <laughs> it is time to blow the organization up. The Pistons should actually, like, I don't know if they ever going to hear this podcast, but they should actually look into, like, maybe hiring me as, like, their scout or head coach because I will put some fire in that system. Like, get rid of Reggie, get rid of Blake, get Yo, a better can three. I hang up on this podcast now? This man, <laughs> This man talking. He really capping right now. Hold on. Man, listen. That's no cap. That's real facts, bro. Yeah, bro, that they might as well hire me. As the GM. Hey, yeah, yo, we'll go in there and make a change in Detroit. And we'll, we'll make a change in the Motor City, you feel me? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but nah, man. Man, if we're being honest, outside of basketball, the change in the Motor City that I want to see is I want to see my black people on top. But that's for a much different podcast. That's for my show that's coming soon. <laughs> Facts. That's for my show that's coming soon. But this is, we talking basketball today. We talking basketball. It's time to move on, Pistons. It is time to move on. Blake Griffin has not played a playoff series in three years. They need to hire Jason Kidd. Like, come on, man. I mean, I actually like Dwayne Casey. He's actually not a bad coach at all. Um, Dwayne Casey's a good coach. He's coach of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's actually a, a solid coach. But they need to change up the, the players. I don't team and environment for him though i really don't i really don't think this is a team environment for him i think jason kidd would actually be a great coach for you guys though but you gotta you gotta switch up the talent a little bit you yeah. gotta switch up the talent but for, for for what dwayne casey has to work with right now it don't work it don't work no no fuck no baby <laughs> it don't work i'm sorry man Facts. sorry to tell you like our two stars are big men in a in a three point shooting league like and one of them can hit the three but he's not like a a knockdown shooter he not, so he not no clay he not no clay he not no dirt but like yeah you know like, he it's a sad story in detroit i don't really know who to, you know compare him to like there's no one to compare him to i guess but like i mean he could not knock a three don't get me wrong then he shot like what like 37 percent. that's pretty good for power four that's pretty good but like he hasn't played. He does not show up when you need him to. When you need him to play in the playoffs, he's not there. Yeah, he over here getting technicals on the bench. Like and that's embarrassing. That says a lot about you. That says a lot about you. That says a lot about you. It's time to move on. I, I didn't think that uh, we were going to get the brooms, but we might still get one in Detroit. I have no idea. But we might get the brooms. They might sweep us, which is unfortunate. More than likely, I'm going to get the brooms. More than likely. That's Bring sad. out the dust, Ma. Bring out the dust. These boys, <laughs> done. So, God dang. let's just say Milwaukee, well, they are going to more than likely beat the Pistons. 
they're going to have to end up facing more than likely a, a Boston team who that matchup, bro. Like the next this the next series of matchups are going to be so crazy. Like you have I don't know if you've seen like the playoff picture, but oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have it on my phone right now. But Milwaukee versus Boston, bro. That is epic right there. Kyrie. Like a really good series. But I still feel like I feel like that might either go six or seven games. I'm gonna have to be honest. Six, six you're more than likely gonna have either Jason Tatum or Al Horford. <laughs> Jason Tatum or Al Horford on Giannis. And just the way this boy's playing, I really don't think they still have anyone to stop him. Nobody can guard him, bro. He's unguardable. Huh? He's unguardable. The only person that might can guard this guy is Kawhi Leonard. Maybe. Probably. And I still think that he that Kawhi I still think Kawhi Leonard would even have a difficult time. Yep. I still think Kawhi Leonard would have a difficult time. But who's Dan Kyrie? You saw what he did last night? I don't even know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you have no one to guard Giannis, but you have no one to guard Kyrie. You have two stars that could just go off the entire game. Absolutely, that series is going to be so popping. The difference between Boston playing the Pacers and Boston playing the Bucks. The Pacers play really good defense. They they are a strong defensive <laughs> team. The only problem is they don't have a definitive score. Yeah. This would be an amazing series if they had Depot. This would be an amazing series if they had Depot. And we would have we would be having a completely different discussion about who's about to play the Bucks. Yeah. You're right Not about that. We know who's gonna win this series. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna keep throwing that in your face. Hey, okay? listen, Giannis might go down with an injury. That might turn the whole series around. I'm just saying. I don't wish bad, you know, things on people. I'm just saying, like, you know, the NBA's a, a, a weird league. Like, injuries occur. Look at Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Three playoff series. Stop that. Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. But, nah, in all seriousness, though, I really do think this could be, like, a very great playoff series. Like, something that you tell your kids about. Honestly, like the East looks competitive this year. Like you have three teams that look like they could dethrone the okay, two teams that look like they could dethrone the Warriors. Let me not say three. I think three, bro. I think it's definitely three. I actually that yo, honestly if if Boston goes to the next series and they beat Milwaukee Boston goes to the next series and beats Milwaukee. Boston has a lot of depth. They beat Toronto. Matter of fact, you know what? They can beat Toronto. They, they can. Toronto's problem is the same problem they've had every year. Inconsistency and Kyle Lowry. Yep. Mainly Kyle Lowry. Mainly Kyle Lowry. You had zero points in your first in game one. And got caught by DJ Augustine. Yeah, woo, you woo. Don't get me started on yeah, DJ. I did see that game. Woo, he hit. Yeah, 
hit him with, yo, he came off the screen. And once he released it, I said, oh, yeah, that's game. It's unforgivable. So you had what? Eight rebounds, seven assists. I don't care. The game is about buckets. You got to get buckets. If I don't see no buckets, then you're not producing. You're not producing. You are not producing. I'm not saying the Magic are going to beat the Torontos. I was, gonna, I was just about to ask you. Oh, do, do you you don't think you don't, bro? The I see I see Milwaukee beating the Pistons. I see Boston beating Indiana. Okay, I will give you this. I will give you this. There is a higher chance. There is a more likely chance that the Magic will beat Toronto. There's a higher chance that the Magic will beat Toronto than the Clippers beating the Warriors. There's a higher chance for that. I still don't see that happening in in many scenarios. But I'm not. I'm not gonna say it can't happen. I'm not gonna say it can't happen. Because if Kyle Lowry, let's say he he doesn't show up next game, that's an issue. That's a major issue. If Van Fleet can't get going off the bench and Lowry doesn't show up, that's an issue. I got I got three things to say about Toronto. I got three things to say, or two things. I'm not really sure. I don't know. If they lose, if they do not make. Matter of fact, let me not say that. This playoffs, this playoff run will determine whether or not Kawhi Leonard stays with the Raptors or not. Secondly, this playoff run will determine the Raptors' future as an organization. As an organization. Because in the past, we blamed Dwayne Casey. There's no Dwayne Casey now. In the past, we have blamed DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. There's more. There's no more DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. You have Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. You have Nick Nurse as the head coach, who was a great coach, great young coach. This playoff run will determine where this organization moves from there. And I'm saying this half as a joke and half being serious. If you guys lose to the Magic, sell the whole team. Sell the whole team. Sell the whole team. You, you know, you know what's third. affecting them too, right? Huh? The the Drake curse, have you heard about that? That Drake no, curse that goes I, around. I, 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 <laughs> I have forgot about that. Drake, man, Drake, you're my guy. Like I love your music, love what you're doing for the communities. Now listen, Drake, you but, change the game. I don't really know what you do for the community, but get the hell off Toronto Raptors nuts. Yeah, he might have to like uh stop being courtside. Like maybe like sit up in like the press box or something. Like he. No, I, from home. Watch the game from home. <laughs> now, I'm not in arenas who are cursed. Watch the game from home. They had a meme. They had the meme with him at uh at the Maple Leafs uh game. I was crying. I said, "Oh, here it go again." Oh, here go loss. <laughs> and I don't even I don't even watch hockey, but that was hilarious. Man, side the quick side note: hockey lit, bro. Hockey's lit. Hockey is a lit sport. You have to go to a game. Hockey is a very dope sport. Do you know and any I, hockey fans? I read a story that hockey was created by black people. Really? Yes. In, in, in Ontario, Canada, I had read a story about how hockey was created by black people. Yes. Message. We is, there, is, is, is there proof to that? Maybe. Have I dug deep into the story? Absolutely not. I'm not that interested in hockey now, but I did read a story <laughs> that hockey was invented by black people. 
I mean, they do be fighting all the time in hockey, so I don't know, man. Maybe. As if white people don't fight. <laughs> as oh, if that, it, as that, if when Texas Tech made it to the final, to the championship game, they they weren't riding. That boy Ovechkin, the other night, he beat the brakes off somebody. <laughs> Ovechkin, he beat the brakes off somebody the other night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that always ends up on Sports Center. Whenever they fight in uh, hockey, like you don't see too much about like the scores. Bro, have you been to a game? Nah, I've never been to a hockey game. Man, listen, I went to a game, I want to say like last February. Dope. Right? For, uh, I, was, I was working with NJ.com. Uh, it was for Jerry Carino's class. Nice. Shout out Jerry Carino. I was in his Shout sports writing class, man. too. That was, that was, that's my guy. That is my guy right there. Jerry, if you see this, your boy Dre Bounds on the podcast. It's all <laughs> thanks to you, Jerry. It's all <laughs> thanks to you. But back on topic, I went to a game. It was a uh, Jersey Devils Rangers game. Jersey Devils Rangers game. You know they got that rivalry going. I'm in the uh, press box. One of the most dopest, amazing experiences I've ever had. The fans were the fans were amazing. Just the game itself was was captivating. It was interesting. Like I I was on the edge of my seat the entire game. Yeah. Mind you, this this is this isn't even a regular season game. This is like you know, like scrimmages. It's like playoffs. Oh. Turnout like twelve thousand fans there. Huge turnout. I mean, fans started fighting in the stands. It was like a brawl of like 20 fans fighting in the stands. Beer flying everywhere, food going everywhere. And they just stop fighting and start watching the game. They start fighting and stop and just start watching the game again. Nice. They were doing a brawl on the ice of like four or five players just duking it out. Hockey is an amazing sport. It is a great sport to watch. We might. I, I need to find like some... Because I said it before, like, if I can find a hockey fan that's going to come up here and talk about hockey, because I, I, I watch, a, you know, like, I, if I'm flipping through channels and I see a, a hockey game on, you know, I might watch it for a couple seconds, um, especially if Sid the Kid playing or Ovechkin, like, I know these two guys. So, like, if I could find a hockey fan that's going to come up here and, and, like, spread some light, like, definitely, like, I definitely had them on. Same thing with, like, you gotta golf. Watch, you got to watch. You got to watch. I mean, listen, I'll sit down and start watching games, and we can sit down maybe about a month and start talking about this. I'd be open to it. But today, today's about basketball. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And that, that that's crazy how... Um, what else we got? We we still was on the uh, the, the Toronto and Orlando, bro. Like, I don't... I don't know, man. Toronto... Toronto is playing just like Golden State. Like, they in a weird situation. And Philly. Philly, too. Now, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who might win that series. I- I'm expecting Philly to win. And against Toronto? Against Toronto? No, no, no. Against Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. No, I, mean, I expect Philly to win against Brooklyn in six. I had already called that. It's, it's, it's just, I can't even. You can't call it. Like, because you have no. That's the other thing. Like, the NBA is where amazing happens. You never know. D'Angelo Russell, he's yeah, a. Yeah, Corey Don't give me that. He he. <laughs> Don't give me that. Shout out you to the NBA. You're trying to my sixes now. <laughs> nah, man. But I, if Philly ends up playing Toronto in the next round, they're gonna th- lose. Th- 
that's going to be such an amazing like series. And that's why like, I can't wait for these next this next round. I can't even say that Philly is going to lose because this Toronto team even looks vulnerable against the Magic. I can't even say that. You can't. I, but but when Philly plays Toronto in in, in the series, it's going to be a seven game series. I believe it will come down to the wire. I really do believe that it will come down to the wire. And that's how like a great series. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You you know what might beat Philly if they do play? Toronto's bench. Toronto has a, a stronger oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. death Absolutely. at bench than Philly. Oh, you played the clip. I said it in the first show. I said it in the first show. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no matter how well your starters play, I mean, in, in, in order for your in order for your starters to just win a game, everyone has to be clicking on all cylinders. I mean, everyone has to at least have double digit figures, at least. It's not too many times it's gonna happen, especially in the playoffs. Especially in the playoffs, it's not too many times it's gonna happen. Yeah. But our greatest downfall for the Seventy Six organization is that bench. Is that bench and that will be an X-Factor in the next series against Toronto. That will be an X-Factor. Not Ben Simmons, not Kyle Lowry. Battle of the benches. Let me ask you this. From our bench, we should be okay. At least some production. Let me ask you this. It's kind of off topic, but it's still talking about Philly and their bench. Do you think if Markel Fultz was still there, he would, like, be, like, a leader coming off of that bench for them? No? No. And I say that only because not of his skill, but of his mentality. His mentality was not that of a leader. It was not that of someone who could handle the spotlight. It was not that of someone who could handle pressure. Especially with his, you know, his injury, whatever. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I know it's actually a pretty serious injury when I looked it up. I, I just don't know the name of it, but it's something with his shoulder. I, I, I really cannot see him still being that leader off the bench. I can't see it. Strictly because of, of mentality. Not of skill, but of mentality. I feel you. I, I, yo, I liked him. I, I like Mark. I like Markel Fultz. I like... as a, and It's weird to say as a Texas fan, because most of us hate us. I like Markel Fultz. And I think that we kind of gave up on him too... I feel like we kind of gave up on him too soon. And... I think that he will absolutely, matter of fact, not think, I know that he will absolutely ball out for the Magic in a new environment, in a new city. That yeah. he will absolutely ball out for the Magic. And if I'm wrong, I'll give you $50. Me? Yep. Hey. I said throw the show here first. If I'm wrong, I'll give you $50. Hey, it's he got, uh, April 18th, 2019. Dates recorded. Markel Fultz, if you see this in a year or two, from uh, April on April eighteenth, twenty nineteen, you got two seasons to ball out. <laughs> two seasons. And if you don't, if you do, Brent owes me fifty dollars. See, I didn't agree to that part. But you agreed to taking my money, right? Uh, absolutely, bro. It's a cold world out here. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> it is wild. 
this is neat for that bench. A Trevor Ariza. Yeah. And Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon would have been a huge deal. Trevor Ariza would have been a huge deal. A 3 and D type of player like that. Yeah. Come on, bench, even as a starter. That would have been, been phenomenal. Trevor in uh, Washington right now? Huh? Trevor Ariza, he played for the Wizards? Man, I don't know where he went, bro. I just know he played for the Suns. It didn't make no sense for him to go to the Suns. I don't know where he went right now. Gotcha. That don't matter. If he played for the Wizards, then I feel sorry for him. Yeah. I feel sorry. Absolutely. All I feel right. sorry for him. But that's okay, because the Wizards, they got to blow that team up too, but they know that now. So the Wizards, right? Because I, I saw it earlier. They was... I love watching ESPN and uh, like FS1 like early in the morning because I get like a lot of uh, juicy tips. Um, they was talking about the Wizards, right? They was talking about the kid John Wall, and they said how. Remember, we was just saying it earlier. Like it's a shooting league. John Wall, he's he can shoot a little bit, but he's just like. I mean, he's a consistent mid range shooter. The three, not so much. But yeah. he's a consistent mid range shooter. Yeah, he's he's like a drive type of guy, and you know who else is a drive type of guy? Westbrook. Westbrook, and he's getting clapped right now, bro. He's getting <laughs> dogged. <laughs> Yo, like that series I is wanna, lit. Oh, I wanna throw this in there. Did you see the possession in where Damian Lillard clamped this man up, made him <laughs> made him put up a bad shot, rebounded, got the ball back, comes down the court. And pulls up from 30 feet. Did we see that clip? Bro. Pulls up 30 feet being guarded by Westbrook. Turns to the crowd and says, bombs away. Bombs away. Bro, Dame Lillard is on some That's different type of time. Cooking him. Like, he... Absolutely cooking him. We got stewed Westbrook for dinner. <laughs> she said stewed Westbrook. <laughs> Straight Dude, lunch. Poached, barbecued, fried, baked, whatever <laughs> you want to be. That's what he doing to him. It's a damn shame, too. This is like one of those those matchups, bro. Like, you know when you, uh, let's say you, you go to the, the park, and it's it's like, it's two tough dudes. And, like, one of them is the captain on one team, the other is the captain on the other team. And they just going back and forth, back and forth. But one of them is just absolutely dominate. That's what's going on right now. Like, these guys is playing straight pickup ball. And Dame is like, bro, your two is not beating my three. Like, not at all. And this team, this Blazers team, looks like the same Blazers team that beat the Rockets a couple years ago. With the shot heard around the world, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. This is like that. This this looks like that Blazers team, and that Blazers team could go far. They could go far, mind you. They're doing this without Nurkic too. In game two, Damian Lillard and Three J dropped the combined sixty-two points. Sixty-two points. Two players. Sixty-two points. CJ McCollum is low key like another type of Clay Thompson. Like he just yeah. he just and he's scores. Not even 100%. He's not even 100%. Mind you, he came up an injury. Mm-hmm. He's not even 100%. Imagine this team at 100%. Imagine 100% CJ McCollum and a Nurkic there. 
Whitney is cancer you coming you off balling. the bench. You like, you balling, cancer. You balling, baby. Game one, 20 points, 18, 20 points, 18 rebounds. You balling, baby. Oh, yeah. I see that. But. This this team looks phenomenal, and I'm seeing the upset here. And you know what? We can't even call it an upset because we already knew what's going to happen. Westbrook cannot lead a team. So Westbrook cannot lead a team. This team is settling for three point shots, and they're not dropping. Westbrook is is, is stifling and destroying the offense. Paul George, you are not playing like that MVP player you were playing in the regular season. You are not looking like that boy. You are not looking like that cold blooded killer. Yeah. You looking like serious George out there, boy. <laughs> All right. So you got two games to get it together. You got two games to get it together. It's crazy oh, that man. you said um, you it's crazy. It's very crazy. I don't even know if you understood that you just said it. You said that like it's looking like an upset, but right. It's crazy because that's how underrated the Blazers are because of what you just said. Because they're the number three team. <laughs> and, like, OKC's six. So it's like everybody thought OKC was going to, you get what I'm saying, upset the number three team. Like, that's how underrated the Blazers are, bro. Like, they just fly over people's head. But it's Dame time, man. He ain't going to show them. Man, that boy is going crazy. He looks better than Westbrook right now. A player who was averaging triple double for what three seasons straight, he looks better than that. But let me ask you this: Is it safe to say? Two questions, actually. Is it safe to say that Russell Westbrook is only a regular season player? That he's a stat stuffer, and that he doesn't actually aid to win shares or production for his team. No. Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. The issue with Russell is his game is similar to a Wade. It's similar to a AI. It's similar to a D Rose. AI can shoot better than that. Ten percent from three. AI can shoot better than that. <laughs> that is terrible. That is horrible. But that I shoot is from three than that. You can shoot better from three than that. NBA range. Don't NBA range. Don't get me gas because I will try out for the G League. Because this is a challenge. <laughs> I will pull up to the G League five five with the shorts like I'm here. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. But okay, that was wild. That's the gas that you provided talking about I shoot better than Westbrook. But nah, real real talk, that's what Westbrook's downfall is. Like he for some reason like his whole career, he's never been a three-point shooter. He hasn't. And, and from he the time he entered the league, into that. he's even shooting bad from the free throw. The free throw, my point guard. Yeah. Not even the 80% in the regular season and the playoffs, not even hitting 80%. Westbrook is a scorer. Come on. Nah, come on. You cannot keep cutting him slack for that. You've been in the league for 10 plus years now. You can't keep cutting him slack for that. I think it's safe to say now that Russell Westbrook is an overrated NBA superstar. An overrated.
overrated NBA superstar, a stat sheet stuffer. Because really, realistically speaking, what is he doing? You got these great numbers, but what are you doing? You ain't won a damn thing since KD left. A damn thing. Nobody in OKC can shoot. Name name three shooters in OKC. Paul George. Hamadou Diallo. He's not. He's a scorer. He is not a shooter. He shoot the ball better than Westbrook. But I'm talking about. I'm talking about like name like shooters like Paul George. He's he's a shooter. He can shoot. Like I'll accept okay. that. Even though he's still like a scorer, he he can shoot. Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder's a scorer. He's not a shooter. Uh, Felton. <laughs> Damn. Okay, you're right. So that's the you're thing. Right. Like, okay, you're right. You're right. You're along right. with Westbrook being like strictly like a scorer, he has nobody else that can shoot. KD was his shooter, and and they had struggles against Golden State, who was four, five, six shooters. You, know what? you get what I'm saying? Fair enough. That's fair enough. You're right. He doesn't have shooters around him besides Paul George. But he has scores. He has scores. It's not a scoring league anymore, man. It's a shooting league. But how do you score? Anybody could score, you feel me? You drive to the hole, lay it up, get your foul. Know what I mean? Pull up mid range. <laughs> like the Spurs, like they could score. You know what I'm saying? They not shooters. They not putting up, like, Houston, them some shooters. Milwaukee, them some shooters. Boston, they got shooters. Because they understand that they have a dominant superstar. They have an MVP caliber player. So what do you surround an MVP, cal- an MVP caliber player with? Shooters. shooters. Exactly. It's the same thing. They've been doing the same thing in the league for 30 years. For 30 years. For 30 years. They've been doing the same thing in the league since the Jordan era. Nah, you Jordan Jordan they have shoot he has some shooters, but that was a scoring league. So so when they was wearing a triangle, they ain't put shooters around Jordan? They, they, they was like scorers. When, 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 when Phil Jackson was coaching the Lakers, they ain't put shooters around Kobe and Shaq. They was dominant. They was dominant. But they ain't put shooters around that boy. Who he had? Rick Fox? Robert Horry? Two shooters? Robert Horry, Derek Fisher. D Fish, three shooters. Bench players. I don't know who the bench players was, but you had shooters around them though. That's more than what these this more than what some of these teams have right now. Yeah. But they've yeah. been doing the same thing in the league for 30 years, Brad. Nah, you're right. Years. But that's OKC's flaw. Like, we just named three aside from two superstars on the Lakers, we just named three shooters who like we could think of like off the top. <laughs> when you go to OKC, you like, uh, Paul George. Team. I don't have the entire team memorized and etched in my brain. Nah, but I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, off the top of our head, we could go back to the 2002 Lakers and think of three shooters. Mm. Where in 2019, we think of the 2019 Wait, Thunder, we like, uh, Paul George. <laughs> Like and that's what's crazy. That's that's their downfall. Like Portland, even Portland has a, a couple of shooters. Like uh, Miles Len, uh, I think his name Miles Leonard, something like that. The big man, he can shoot. You know, yeah, two superstars can shoot. Aminu can knock down. Like 
it's a it's a shooting league nowadays, and that's why the next series that we're gonna talk about, I think Denver is gonna come out because San Antonio too old school. I mean, I think this is actually a very good series, and as a basketball purist, I I I love the 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 old school the the model of. The Spurs offense, how that organization is ran down to the coaching, I, I love it. It's old school. It reminds me of my youth. And I, I'm, I'm not. I'm talking like I'm old. Shut up. I know, but it just reminds me of, of of a different NBA era. But seeing this series, I don't think a lot of people are watching it. But this series means a lot more than what many people think. And I might be looking a little bit far into this, but you have. The old era of the NBA against the new era of the NBA. And you're trying to see which one ultimately reigns supreme. You have experience versus skill and talent. You have shooting versus... Scoring. It's... I don't know, but this this looks like a great series. <laughs> you broke that down real, real in-depth, too. I like that. Like, I wasn't even thinking of it, like, that much. But that was a great breakdown. Like, I love that. That was dope. Weird it up. Because it's, it's facts. Like, Denver's the is new dope. school. It's really facts. It, it, and, it's, and I think Greg Popovich, I think he said in the beginning of the season that he's considering retiring soon, too. If I recall, if memory serves, I could be wrong. He might be understanding this ain't his type of league anymore. No, he he said it. He said it. He he hates what the league has become. I hate what the league has become too. I hate it. All three point shooting. I don't mind the fast pace of the NBA, but I don't like the three point era. I really don't enjoy it. I feel like it takes a lot away from the game, but that's a conversation I really don't want to touch on because. I'd rather write about that than speak on it. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, 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 I like, I like, I like both eras really. Like that's the crazy thing. Like growing up, being able to capture like both eras, like it was dope when you had like I yo I was watching the Baron Davis from the We Believe uh team in Golden State. They had that video clip on I think Instagram or Twitter. And I was like, yo, this guy, B. Diddy and J. Rich, these guys was just coming down the lane. They'll cook you, like, super bop you, get to the paint, lay it up. He did a 360 layup, like, on some different type, you know? Like, that was exciting to watch. Davis was, bro. People really forget how quick they forgot. Just because some of these players are not Hall of Fame caliber, they were some hoopers, though. Yeah. They were hoopers. But but then you got you got what happened last night when when the kid James Harden hits a hits a mean I don't what did he do like a it wasn't even a step back. I don't know what he did, but he sliced though, no, boy. And and, and and Ricky Rubio went to the crowd, shook somebody's hand and came back. Like that's how badly he got crossed, you feel me? And then James Harden, he messed it up with the whole shimmy, but that was funny too. But, like, he that still, was exciting, you know? So it's hard. He still missed that shot. He did, bum. You got to make that shot, but... He did the most. 
Hey, real quick, we're going to take a, a quick break real quick. All right, and we're back from the break. So yeah. uh, before we left, we were talking about like the Denver and San Antonio and how it's like the new school versus the old school. So, Man, listen. Do, do you think I, new school going to be old school? I just want to say this, man. I ain't got too much to say about this series. I, I'm going to let the spirit speak for itself. I cannot give you a clear, cut, and concise answer of who I think is going to win. You have experience and great coaching up against you know, great coaching and young talent, but yet, but an experience. I cannot give you a clear-cut answer because I don't know which one topples the other, which one the favor, you know? I really cannot give you a clear-cut answer. Just watch the series and let it speak for itself. Like you said, it's the NBA where amazing happens. <laughs> Fact. Shout out to the uh, NBA logo. What, what do you think? I, I, I think that talent is going to trump experience in this series only because of the fact that Denver... Not only are they talented, they have a they have bench depth. Like they they, do. they, they can do. shoot. This is a whole shooting team. Like Denver is the epitome of like the new school. Like their big man can pull, their their guard can pull. They got players coming My off the bench that can pull. <laughs> My big man is a guard. Exactly. My big man is literally a guard. He can He's not going to bother you in the paint, but he can get around you and hit a soft touch layup, little hook shot. He can step out and hit the three. He can dribble the ball. Mm -hmm. He can make the correct pass. My big man is my guard. <clears throat> and I don't think we've ever seen anything like the Joker in the league. Ever. And it is blasphemous. I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> but it's blasphemous to, think anything to, to, to try to compare him to anyone else. Comparing to anyone else. And what's going to happen is, so I'm going to compare this to, to like that, that, that marathon where you got a lot of younger athletes running and then you got the old people running as well. Like where it's like a multi-age marathon, right? That's what the playoffs are. It's a marathon. Who's going to win, you know? Like in the long run, the Spurs are going to get tired because they have so much experience. Like... Their legs aren't as good as they used to be. Denver, they're going to just keep running and gunning. But the Spurs, eventually, they're going to get tired. And the series might go to six or seven, but Denver's going to take it. And then they're going to go to visit, I don't know, whether it's Portland or OKC. More than likely, Portland. But they're going to go in Portland. there with, like... We're going off of what we see right now. More than likely, it will be Portland. Yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you something. If Portland and Denver play, who do you see winning that series? Ooh, ah, yeah, I'm gonna love that series. That that's why I can't wait till the next round. Like the next round matchups are so intense and it's so unpredictable. It is. It, um, is. it is because I think after that, I think in the next round you also have what we should be seeing in the finals, but we're gonna get it in the second round. You won't get Golden State in Houston. Yeah, man. Like, it's going to be so lit. You're going to get that in the second round. And I think 
and I didn't mean to cut you off because I want to come back to the last game. But I think, and I hope and I pray, that Houston dethrones Golden State. Yup, yup, I said it. <laughs> yup, I said it. That's a stressful there's, response. There's a lot on the line right. There's a lot on the line for that next round. There's a lot on the line for that next round. Not only is it Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum's legacy as Portland Trailblazers greats and, and proving that they can make it, make a playoff run, an actual playoff run. Not only is it Nikolai Jokic proving that he can lead a team, a young team, and the Nuggets can be on top of the league like how they once used to be. Because you, you remember the mellow days. You remember the mellow days. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I remember not only, days. Not only is it James Harden proving that he can show up in the playoffs and deliver and win the championship. Because we saw you go to MVP, but win a championship. But it's also Golden State proving that they are the greatest of the great. One of the greatest teams to ever grace the hardwood. They're already going to go down as that. My bad. Yeah. They're already going to go down as that. But you have to protect your legacy now and continue to solidify it. KD, your legacy's on the line. Clay, you not so much. Draymond, no one cares about you. Curry, you a little bit. You a little bit, actually. Don't think you exempt the baby-faced Bay Area assassin. You're not exempt from this. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's a lot at stake here in the second round of these playoffs. Yeah, the and second round is like the finals, it's legit. Both games. Like, both series. And I can't wait to see this. Oh, my gosh. Woo! Because it's about to get real. It, it's crazy, too, that... um. In, in regards to, like, Denver and Portland playing, if they play, which that might be the, the next series. Um, yeah, high offense series. No defense will be played. Dame Lillard versus people sleep on, first of all, I don't know if you know, like, you know I mess with college basketball, so I'm a, I'm a, a Kentucky fan. Like, I like UConn, Kentucky, and Texas. Those are my three basketball squads, right? <laughs> So, Jamal Murray went to Kentucky. Jamal Murray put up 21 points in the fourth quarter, his last game. Don't sleep on Jamal, you feel me? Him versus Dame Dollar, ooh, that, that could turn into something. It's going to be a high offense. It's going to be a high-power offensive series. That's going to turn into something, boy. Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Nikolai Jokic going up against... And it's Cantor, Damian Lillard, 3J McCollum. Mm-hmm. All scores. Ain't no defense we play all scores. They better hope Mo Harkless don't not hitting shots or um or Aminu not hitting these guys. These big men can hit. Like they they not Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be interesting. You gotta be able to step back in. You gotta be able to go out there and touch it. You gotta be able to hit 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 them shots. You know you gotta be able to do do that. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, it's a shoot and leave. Yeah. It adds, it adds a threat to your offensive game. If I'm a post scorer, you know how you know what I'm gonna do. You know my moves. But if I'm a post scorer and I can step out and hit the three, now you got you gotta respect that. You gotta respect that a little bit more. Because now I could probably take you off the dribble a little bit. 
You know, I, I, you know I, I'm going to hit the three, but I can take off the dribble a little bit. And I can post you up. And I can go down to the block. Yeah. I add more to my offensive repertoire. That makes me a more deadly player. Now, what I think is going to happen, bro, in this next round, because Portland, even though they can shoot, they have a little old school in them. This guy, Ennis Kenter, he's a physical big man. When it comes to... He ain't no defensive presence, though. He, he ain't no defensive presence. But he physical. Not a defensive presence. When it comes to, to Joker getting that cheese around 15 to in the paint, it's going to be it's gonna be difficult for him to score because of that physicality. He's going to have to score at, like, the foul line. So I think... I mean, he don't have no problem with that. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. It's not. But, mind you, a foul is only two points. <laughs> and Dame Dollar and them, they, they hitting them threes. So I think Portland can 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 pull a, a upset against Denver. Because Denver is the second team in the West. like So that would technically be an upset. Imagine Portland and Houston in the Western Conference Finals. That's, Bro, that's the, that's the rematch we've been waiting for. That's, that's, that's it the right there. Uh-huh. What? Yo. Oh. Oh. That. That sounds like an NBA, that sounds like an instant NBA classic. That sounds like an instant NBA classic. Oh man! Like that's lit. You know what? You know what? I don't even want to talk about the West anymore. I want that to happen. I want that. <laughs> that like, that's an instant NBA classic, and I want that. Oh my that god! That series will be crazy. Oh man! But we can't sleep on the Warriors. And that's 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 what it is right there, man. The Warriors, you can't sleep on them. Oh, I don't even want to talk about the West anymore. Give me something else, Brad. Give me something else. That got me hype. Oh, my heart racing. <laughs> nah, facts, but that's, that's my... I mean... I don't know, man. If Golden State and Houston duking it out, that could go either way. Cause Golden that State could. could fold, or or KD and and Steph will just emerge as like, yo, we're KD and Steph. Like, did if, you forget? Being <laughs> locked in right now, like how he is, like how he is right now. James Harden is the X factor. If he can stay locked in right now, how he is? I ain't even saying Chris Paul. I ain't even get there yet. If he could show up in that next series against Golden State, they can win. They can win it. They can win it. They can win it. Because you have nothing to stop him. As long as his offense is going, you have nothing to stop him. You have nothing to slow him down. At all. At all. At all. And I will argue and say that, matter of fact, what was the question I had asked you? Uh, a couple, a couple months, a couple weeks ago, what was the question I had asked you? Because I feel like oh, it's it, oh, I had it, I had it in my phone. Ah, who's the better offensive threat, Jordan or James Harden? I think James Harden, as far as guards go, is the greatest offensive threat from a guard standpoint that we have ever seen grace the hardwood, 
ever, 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 better than Allen Iverson, better than Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I said that. Better than Jordan. Do you think James Harden's a better better scorer than Kobe? That is, I got to put this poll on Twitter, bro. This is going up on Twitter. And I'm going to oh, post yeah. it on uh, on Instagram. For any of the listeners, follow the Sports Talk <laughs> at Twitter and Instagram. We need oh, responses yeah. to this. I'm just saying it's short. I'm just Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, you all, you all four. You all four the hottest uh, analysis on ESPN. That's, I, ain't no, I ain't no Colin Cowherd. Uh, nah, you're not Colin. Colin trash. Colin trash. You're not messing with the herd? Bo, I don't know what Colin Coward or uh, what's that dude name with the long nose? He look like a pet. Nick Nick Wright. He's he's super trash. Nick Wright you, said something I, the other day that frustrated me, and I don't remember what it was, but I Nick was. Right now, hot takes are shit. I was Your frustrated. Hot takes are shit. You are the biggest LeBron dick rider I have ever seen, and you make up the most bullshit stats for him. <laughs> And I hope, I hope and pray that you see this. Bullshit. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Harden, Jordan, Kobe, Iverson. You yep. You think yep. Harden's the best two-guard scorer? At the guard position we've ever seen. The greatest offensive threat. What can you do to slow him down? You can only hope that he has an off night. This man can hurt you any way. Any way. He can post up small defenders. He's a great finisher at the rim. One of the greatest finishers we've ever seen. He can shoot lights out. He can hit the mid-range. He can take you off the dribble and hit the shot in your face. He can hit the contested three. Yeah, he's... he goes to the line more than anyone else I've ever seen grace the hardwood. I think he be cheating he sometimes, though, points, man. 60 points, 40 points, 30 points. Game in, game out, game in, game out, game in, game out. When when Kobe Bryant had his MVP season with those multiple 30-point games, he beat that this season. Multiple 60-point games, beat that this season. I think... If he would have just had 80 points this season, we probably would have seen the statistically greatest scoring season we've ever seen. Ever seen. From a guard. Ever seen. Is James Harden your MVP? No. It's still honest. <laughs> I like that. Honesty. I'm not changing my opinion on that. But from a guard standpoint, the greatest scoring guard we've ever seen can you disagree with that it's a hard argument it's a very tough argument it's because see now my only the one like the thing i do not like about james harden is no not even that bro like people sometimes you're going lebron's choked in playoffs before like i'm not like choking isn't that it, we let that slide now because he got two championships and he's not in the playoffs now. We let that slide now. <laughs> nah, they don't slide. Like, LeBron's a choker, bro. Like, he, no, he don't get no mercy for that. Like, he, nah. <laughs> I would be the fuck ass to get shit. I'm never letting that slide. Ever. Oh, 
yeah, you yeah. lost to the Mavs with Dirk Nowitzki and Jason Terry, who outplays you. Yeah, yeah, like LeBron, nah, like, and that's my guy. So, like, nah, LeBron, what is he, three, four, nine in the nah. finals? Honestly, that last one was unfair, though. The last one was unfair. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't say that was unfair, but you already knew what it was going into that. You knew what it was. Yeah, LeBron, he he pulled a, a, a AI, like he he did hit the what he could, but um. I, so let's not compare the two. James Harden, bro, like he's when he does that step back and he takes three steps, or when he does his euro and he takes seven steps. Wow, that is what upsets me about James. Other than that, listen, that's an argument. What? And it used it used to make me upset too. But you gotta understand this: that's not his fault. They don't call it. <laughs> that's not. They don't call it. If you're not gonna call something that's blatantly, whatever it is, a travel. And I, I, I've analyzed that step back, and I, I, I still don't know if it's travel or not. That I've, hero step. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But if you're not gonna call it, if you're gonna give me those phantom calls, I'm gonna keep taking them. LeBron got it. Jordan got it. Kobe got it. Phantom calls. Best calls. I'm going to keep taking that. I cannot allow that to take away from my legacy. That's not my fault. Yeah. I don't make the call. I do the move, I don't make the call. That's not my fault. It's not. Sorry. Yeah, that's, like, that's the only man, thing I don't like. This man is dropping so many buckets that people are trying to say that he's cheating. That he's cheating. How? Because he be traveling, that's why. Other than that, like, this guy's... I'll make the call. He's very... You're right. Let me from last year. Your refs are trash. You gotta make the call. The refs have always been leading the superstars. That's not his fault. That's not his fault. You you remember when uh Steph Curry won MVP? When, like, it was just legit nobody can guard him. Like, he was just knocking threes down from wherever. Like that's James Harden this season. Like it, you can't guard him. You literally no, can't that's guard been, him. That's been him. Like the last three seasons, that's been him for the last three seasons, and he gets better every season. Every season. Like that's crazy. Like I can understand not being able to guard the Greek freak. You know, like he's like what six eleven two. Maybe 240, like, super strong, you know? 25. Pure muscle. Pure muscle. James Pure Harden muscle. just a different breed, man. He's wow. Six foot five. 220 pounds. So he's a big guard. Six foot five, 220 pounds. On the season, is averaging. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. On the season is averaging. 30, he averaged 36 points. Am, 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 am I reading this correctly here? Am I reading this correctly? Yeah, that sounds 30, about right, bro. 36 points. Average 
30 points the last season. Average 29 the season before that. 29 before that. 27, 25, 25. This man could go to, bro, if he continues this pace, he can go top five in scoring. Top five in scoring. Top, top five in scoring. How old is he? James Harden, probably about 29, 29, maybe 30. 29, 29. Yeah, he got another good three years in him, at least. Huh? I said he got at least another good three years in him. Like, I mean. Playing at this level. I mean, this level. Mm-hmm. Playing at this level another three, four years. Imagine that. I'm just playing at this level, Brett. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Come on now. You cannot tell me that this man is not deadly. That he cannot. That he's. Brett, come on now. Yeah, now nah, you what right, bro. Who's the greater offensive threat? Compare the two. I'm going to definitely do a a, a, a poll on, uh, on Instagram and on Twitter. The only thing that sucks with those polls is you can only do two people, I think. Um, I'm gonna have to figure out a way to like get at least because the the conversation is what is it just Kobe, MJ, and James, or is AI and D Wade? Oh, you could throw in, involved in this. Into that. I said from a guard position, mind you. I said from a guard position because there's certain advantages that a guard will get that a forward will not, and certain advantages a forward will get that a guard will not. Wait, so. I said, are we including point guards? You you think James Harden's a a more detrimental scorer than Steph? Scoring guards, scoring guards, scoring oh. guards. Oh, point guards have a score as well. Oh, that's a whole nother topic. Scoring guards, oh yeah. Because you got Kyrie, you got yeah. Steph. Oh yeah, I'm talking real wild, and I'll back it up, baby. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> ESPN not gonna talk about that, but we'll talk about that right here, right here. Ooh, that's greasy right there. That's oh yeah, we might have to get multiple people on here for that debate because oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. interesting. I'm bring up a whole bunch of basketball facts too. I got basketballreference.com right up right now. I got NBA.com right up right now. I got Wikipedia right up right now. <laughs> Wikipedia. Right now. <laughs> we love the wiki. Damn, that's different. We might actually have to end the the episode just on that. Oh yeah, sole oh, no. question I, alone. I'm not, I'm, not I'm not gonna hold you. I do gotta hit a boogie, but yeah. it's a great episode. I thank you for letting me go on my rants. People, let me know. Go on when I share this on my page. Let me know. Sports talk, Andre three thousand. Who was the better scorer in their career? James Harden, Jordan, who was the greatest scoring guard to touch a basketball? I'm saying it's James Harden right now. Right now. Mm. Right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop the mic, walk away. <laughs> Damn. Word. Shout out to your, um, like your social media sites, too. Hey, listen. You guys can follow me on IG, Andre3000. That's Andre. Three zero zero zero. Again, that's Andre dot three zero zero. Pronounced Andre three thousand. This man just finally got it after about two weeks. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, that was that was a smooth incorporation. Twitter, if you're looking for some conscious stuff, 
Black Power, Malcolm X, Hebrew Israelites, all that. You can find me on Twitter at Sifu.Babinga. That's S-I-F-U.Babinga. B-U-B-I-N-G-A. Sifu.Babinga. And uh, it's just my regular name on Facebook, AJ Brown. Y'all know where to find me at. You already know how I get down. Word. Thank you for being on today, my guy. Don't don't come crazy talking on FB because I got time. When my day's off, I got time. <laughs> I won't be trapped now. All right. Thanks, but I appreciate you being on. And I appreciate you for having me. And I need an answer to that question. Am I, will I be back next week? Who knows? But I need an answer to that question. Oh no, we definitely gonna get you back on as as soon as I can get multiple like hardcore NBA fans on the same episode like you're gonna be on like it was supposed to be today but yeah, put ryan on here shoot you know ryan is calm though ryan not he gonna say jordan i don't know we might have to find out everyone will say jordan based off nostalgia let the nostalgia go <laughs> I'll get back and I analyze those 80s and 90s eras. Even the defense that we praise and we hail for being more physical. It's still not even all that. It's still not all that. Stop right. giving all these people the credit just because they played in a different era. You gotta let the nostalgia go. We're seeing some of the greatest NBA basketball right here, right now. There's a whole there's at least seven Hall of Famers active right now. Right now. Seven Hall of Famers. Man, boy, it's probably about 15 of them, boy. And I'm using that as an understatement. He's probably right. <laughs> These guys, the, the NBA has definitely like been balling, especially like the last couple seasons, especially with yeah, all these transitions. Got, got three whole on the same team. KD, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, three right there on the same team. Facts. Steph Curry already a Hall of Famer. Kevin Durant already a Hall of Famer. Already, we'll go down as a top five small forward most likely. Already a Hall of Famer. Clay Thompson, Brian, top 10 shooting guard, already a Hall of Famer. James Harden, Hall of Famer. Chris Paul, Hall of Famer. LeBron, Hall of Famer. Damn, what I just named, six? Yeah, yeah, now the playoffs itself is loaded with, like, Hall of Fame talent. Oh, let alone, man. like, some of the teams that's okay. not in it. Ben Simmons, you got a Hall of you, you, you know we're near that yet. Oh, no, baby. Mm-mm. Not until you learn how to fucking shoot. Yeah, once that happens, it's over, man. But yeah, man, shout out Sports Talk.